Hey, hey, my name is Kirsten Galfan, and I'm so glad you're here. We'll be chatting and getting pumped up about how to make your life better and healthier, and sometimes easier and more fun too, right? I get to coach and train people like you almost every day, and we bring the fun, accountability, and results to where you're at right now. We'll be here weekly with a fun and crazy mix of inspiration and application, incredible guests, and your quick Friday victory lap. You are here at the Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. Well, hello. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Yay. We are celebrating. We are celebrating today. Like I could just stop there. Like, let's just be in that energy celebrating. Yes. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. So we are celebrating the 200th episode of making changes you love to live with. And it's all because of you that's here right here and the listeners. Yes. We have Taylor on the line who she wrote me my permission slip to start a podcast. And it took me two years to actually start it, but she said, you know what? You should start a podcast. And I said, hmm, okay. Good idea. Yeah. So here we are. And you all are, you have a message that, uh, that is what people need to hear because you are the top, one of the top five listen to podcast episodes from 100 to 200. So I said, like, this is where the magic happens. And I'm so thankful you're here. And I just want you to trust yourself. Like, I gave you a little hint, which I don't like doing, by the way. But I was like, okay, I'll give you a little hint of what I might ask. uh, So you can think about it. But if something else comes to your heart than what you were thinking about before, go with the heart one. Okay. Can you commit to me? Can you commit to me that? Okay, good. Okay, yeah. All right, awesome. Well, we are going to round table and I want you to tell us who you are and what the episode was that you shared that was one of the top five. Uh, we are going to start with Jennifer. Go ahead. You're up first. All right. First, thank you, Kirsten, for even inviting me to begin with to be on the podcast. So I'm Jennifer Saunders. I'm in State College, Pennsylvania. Um, I came into contact with Kirsten through Fitness Inspired. And I can't even think how many years it's been. I don't even know. We're not going to work. It's a lot. We're not going to remember. But my episode was when I glow up. Mm, Yes. Yes. And you know what's crazy is there was like a five-way, it was a crazy tie of a few episodes. And you tied yourself. So your episode talked about, yeah, you tied yourself too. So that was fun. So we also did, we did this like really impactful episode together. You spoke to us about like, you know, going through struggle and you just, your words are just amazing. And so if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, you definitely should. Cause I can't even give a summary. You just have to be there. It's one of those things. Uh, And then also we did a super light episode where I was like, Hey, you said in class the other day that you juice. Um, and I think I'm going to start doing that. And I want the, like, you know, let's do a sprint on it. And so we just like recorded my questions to you. And that was a really popular episode too. So you tied yourself. Still juicing. Cheers. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. Okay, Jared, you go ahead, tell us your full name and what your episode was celebrating. So it was another thing you were celebrating. Yeah, so I'm Jared Zink and uh, my episode was 160. And I believe the title of that was The Roughest Day. That was about the children's book that I wrote about um, how our hard days most of the time can lead to better days and kind of sending out the message that, you know, Rough days are going to happen, but look for that silver lining, that rainbow at the end of all your hardships. And congratulations, 200 episodes. That's insane. That's incredible. Thank you. It's it's only 
because I decided I wasn't going to judge the crap out of myself and make it all about the listeners. Right. And I said, I am not going to assess or judge myself at all for the first 50 episodes. I'm going to show up. And so I, I appreciate, thank you for the compliment, Jared. And I just want to like, let's all receive that together because it's literally because you guys are amazing guests. So that's actually what happened. So thank you for that. And you got to listen to Jared's episode as well, because I just loved kind of learning the behind the scenes stuff. And as a mom, well, Addison reads it at the end, which is so stinking cute, of course. Uh, Of course, Addie, come on. She's amazing. Uh, So she reads the book at the end of the episode. And when I read the book to my kids, I just really received some things as a parent and as an adult that I think we can all hear and receive. It was just incredible. So thank you for that, Jared. All right, Laura, you're up, girl. Hey, so my episode was on feedback. Um, So I'm an executive coach with Novus Global. And part of the work that we do is talking to individuals and teams about giving powerful feedback and about how feedback can often be the thing that we are avoiding and leaving value on the table in terms of stepping into the growth that we say that we want. So Kirsten, we got to have a really fun conversation because you had coached with one of my colleagues, um, Amanda Jaggard, and have some experience with the feedback conversation. So we got to talk feedback and all the ways we like it and all the ways we like to avoid it and the power of it and all of that, which was really fun. So thank you for having me on. Thank you. And I got to say that I need to listen to that episode, although it's hard to hear myself, you know how it is, like if you hear your own self recording, but that information, I need that again and again and again, Laura. And um, it was also, you said something after the podcast portion to me that has been like looping in my brain and I know is like helping me and I'm trying to figure out how it's helping me, but I know Mm -hmm. it's the truth. And, uh, and you probably don't even remember because it's like one of those things when a coach like sees something that you don't see and says something in a very, like you said it in a very kind way. So I didn't feel like I had to be like, no. Oh, good. I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah. So in the workshop portion, you said to me, uh, to one of my questions, you said, maybe you are having a vision that you are unaware of. So mm, you, yes. you talk about in the episode, the feedback and vision interaction, like what the person's vision based on the feedback loop and how that works together or doesn't work together. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I have some visions for myself that I am like kind of inadvertently doing and putting on. And so as soon as we have that awareness, then we, we can't not see it. Right. Yeah. 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 You're not not stating it, but based on your actions, that, that is your vision. What you are living into currently is your vision and you can notice it and upgrade it. That's so good, Kirsten. Exactly. Exactly. So I want us all to think about what, because we wouldn't have heard that we wouldn't have been able to do that if it weren't for that workshop portion. Right. So that's just another testimony to like show up. And if you are really excited about a community, something speaks to you, why don't we just take that first step? Cause you never know. You never know. Right. Uh, okay. Awesome. Taylor, you are up next. Talk to us, girl. Hey, good morning. Um, My name is Taylor Lennox. Um, I met Kirsten through Fitness Inspired as well when I was a student up at Penn State. Um, My episode was do the things that light you up. Um, So I've had a lot of different um, career pivots since I graduated in 2016. And that was really just because I was really following my heart and following different opportunities. So that was kind of what me and Kirsten went over in our episode. Um, And Kirsten, just huge, huge kudos to you. 200 episodes, that takes so much consistency and dedication. And you have 
yeah, you're just an inspiration in so many ways. And I'm so, so proud of you. And I love just continuing to see you grow. Thank you so much, Taylor. And I'm going to take a, a script out from Novus Global Coaching. It's like, I'm working on receiving that. I'm receiving that message, Taylor. So thank you. Uh, it feels awkward to say that, but I know it just takes practice and using my own words. So thank you for saying that. And Taylor has a superpower. It's so funny because she's like, I've had many pivots since I graduated. And it's like, you just graduated a few years ago, girl. <laughs> but yep. like, you have a superpower of, and I, I hope you never lose it or you never like let yourself be constrained by it, but you do have a superpower of just, of kind of seeing that glow, seeing that light, like what your heart lights up about and go ahead. And it takes a tremendous amount of courage to step into that. And sometimes that takes, and we talked about in the episode, sometimes that takes literally pivoting your body. So then something else is you're like, you feel like, Oh, I'm saying no to that now. Cause you're saying yes to this other thing. And so that takes so much courage, put your hands up because we all have us have it in us. We all have it in us. Okay, Beth, get a girl. I love your cheering by the way. Awesome. It's so great to be a part of this group. Thank you guys for being a part and it's fun. All right. So uh, I was lucky enough to have two episodes and the first one was tapping into your body compass. By the way, I'm in State College, Pennsylvania. I'm a life coach though, globally. Um, And uh, the first one was tapping into your body compass. You know, um, so much of what you guys are talking about makes absolute sense. Uh, sometimes we forget to listen from within so that we're able to do all of the things that, you know, whether it's juicing or following our uh, heart or pivoting, whatever that might be. Um, And so, you know, we go around life thinking that our mind is going to be able to figure things out. And our mind is pretty smart. You know, we um, process 40 bits of information per second, like that, boom. Mm -hmm. However, science shows that our um, body is so much wiser. 11 million bits per second, our body is processing at the same time. So when we are allow ourselves to turn our mind off, listen to what our body is saying, we are able to understand so much more about our world, the people that we uh, are with and how we go forward. And so tapping into our body compass is a really great essential tool every day. It could be little decisions and big decisions. But at the end of the day, our body knows, you know what it feels like when your gut is saying this isn't right. And you know what it feels like when glitter's coming out of your neck and you're like, I'm selling my jam right now, right? Like there's a difference. And when we know the calibration, we're able to to use that. So that was the first one. The second one, um, we talked about, um, do you ever worry what everybody's thinking? And do you form your life based on your everybody committee? There's a committee out there that somehow in your mind, everybody thinks I should do this. Everybody does it this way. Everybody wants me to do this, right? So we start doing things based on what everybody else wants for our lives. They are not us. They don't know. They don't know what's best for us. Sure, they might have good advice. They might be inspiring. They might have good ideas. But at the end of the day, back to the first episode, are we listening to our body compass to really say, not only what do they think and who cares, but how did they get there? And how do we fire them and hire an everybody committee that literally says, I believe in you. I know, you know what you need. And I'm going to be here to, uh, somebody said, patch a high and patch a low patch a high meaning good job, patch a low meaning I'm going to kick you in the rear because I know you're not following your body compass, but that's the new everybody committee we want. But oftentimes we put it upside down. And so we talked about all that kind of fun stuff and I love it as you can tell. And I love talking to Kirsten. It's always fun and I appreciate it. And any moment with you is awesome. Congrats, girl. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Beth was in the first episode, the first hundred episodes, she was in the top five for there. So she was being humble there. So that was the body compass one. And then I said, asking for a friend, do you ever worry about what people are thinking about you? And we talked about that. So that was fun. Uh, right. I, uh, and yes, incredible. Love it. All right. Here we go with the amazing. Let me see. Let me see the pink shirt. Brian, <laughs> let me see it. Real men rock pink. That's right. Pink and brown go together. Well, I think. <laughs> totally. 
Uh, Brian Allen, uh, my job is uh, mortgage advisor. Uh, I was in State College, and I still do a lot of business in State College, but my residence now is officially in Florida. My episode was uh, 141, and it was about designing your life or finding your why, which gets back to why I'm in Florida. And uh, I actually, uh, I've been telling people, I can't believe it took me five years to get down here. But then I was uh, doing a Zoom yesterday with the newer mortgage officers in this company. And I got into about doing the, getting, finding your why. And I realized in January of 2016, Mike, I hired a coach, a life coach, a business coach. And she made, she's the one that made me come up with my why. And we established that I wanted to be working in Florida. With it, you know, it's always, what are you going to be doing in five years? And on December 16th, five years ago, I made the leap that got me here. So while I was framing, I've been framing it as I can't believe it took me five years, but it was actually exactly the plan that I thrown out into the universe. And it wasn't anything that I, advertised i would say it to some people but not everybody um knew that i was gonna be a floridian um but internally up here it was always the goal and whether i was aware of it or not I actually it actually happened uh so that that was uh uh enlightening moment yesterday where i said wait a minute it's not bad that it took five years that was the plan i set, and you know it wasn't a straight line but Almost to the day from, uh, you know, I essentially had to leave a business and a good friend to get to this point five years to the day. Um, so that's what we talked uh, about. And it's always fun because yeah. I love your energy, Kirsten. And um, always fun to be. And it's great being with you guys, too. Yay. Awesome. So let's all just like do a quick affirming that we are exactly where we need to be. And you were training for, for that jump, right? You were training for it. And I know you guys all, and I feel like we have a lot of high performers here and sometimes no, never. Yes. Yes, definitely. And so I think it's a really good, whether you identify with feeling like you're wanting to, you know, do amazing things and create a great impact and, all those things, we can't let the speed or like not linear work stop us from something that is meant for us, right? Okay, so let's all just like drop our shoulders down and we're gonna, I'm gonna go in a different order. So be ready for when I call you out. All right, so I want you to tell us about a time and you guys are amazing. We could talk each one of you for an hour, I'm sure on this particular moment, but let's do it quick, but drop into it. And I want you to tell me about a moment that you will never forget. And it can be in a way, like for me, when I think of a couple different moments, I think, wow, I will never forget that in the moment I didn't know, but now I do. Now we have that perspective, like Brian was just talking about. So it can be about change. This, this podcast is making changes you love to live with, which feels sometimes challenging, right? Or it could just be like, this is a moment I will never forget, or I'm choosing not to forget. And it's that moment. And like, what can we do with that? What can we learn from that experience. So just that moment, tell us what it is. And I might ask a follow-up question of why, why is that something that has registered as a moment in your life? If you feel like you have it, like everyone just drop in so we can pay attention to everyone else's. Think the first moment that comes to you. Okay. Laura, go girl. Um, so mine is uh, about five years ago. Um, I did a four day transformational coaching experience when I was considering becoming a coach. 
Um, my husband was already working with Novus Global and I had met Amanda Jaggard who has coached you. And she invited me to go to this transformational um, coaching experience. That's a four day long, you're in a room with other people. If you're familiar with Landmark, I mean, it's similar to that. And the trainer, um, I didn't know what I was going to get out of that, but the trainer gave me feedback. Um, I think probably the first day, his name's Nathan and he's awesome. He gave me feedback that um, I was blaming circumstances and other people and things for the things I had complaints about in my life. And the way he put it to me bluntly was, you're choosing to live as a victim. So although I had a successful career, had a family, you know, life that I loved, um, I was living my life uh, like I wasn't in the driver's seat. And that landed so powerfully with me. I had never heard that before. And I had never had anyone tell me something like that so directly. And I can trace, you know, a, a major trajectory shift in my life, my decision to become a coach, to step into training with Novus Global and, and join the firm and the career that I've built since then and the way that have changed my life since then, all to Nathan being willing to give me that feedback and, and to receiving that feedback. Um, so that was, you know, a really, really powerful moment that I created a lot of value from. So I will always be grateful for, for him telling me that, um, in that moment. So good. And just as I like hear you tell that story, that takes a lot of bravery and courage on both your parts to receive that value and to change that trajectory. So good job. Yeah. Put your hands up. Our body knows when we're yes. about to hug somebody, oh, we're going <laughs> to give them a high 10. So let's give Laura a high 10 there. Awesome job. Thank you, Laura. Yay. Thanks. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. Jared, what a, what's a moment for you? You'll never forget. Um, I got so many, but I guess the direction that took me to follow trying to get my stories published, um, I've, I've always told stories and I've always had people say, oh, your stories are so great. But um, last year, Christmas, uh, my wife got me this leather binder and it was imported and it was beautiful. And I, she said, you can write your stories there. And when I opened it up on the front page, she wrote this big paragraph about how um, she believed in my writing and my stories are great. And um, just how far she thinks I could take them. And it was like, at that moment, like I wanted to write stories, but it was at that moment reading that and seeing the support and how much it meant from to come from her like that was, that was the moment that said, okay, I'm going for it. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to do this. And if I ever kind of be like, oh, you, I, I don't know if this, if I should keep going. I opened up that and I always write my stories in there that I'm coming up with, but I see that first page and I read that and it's just that, oh, that's right. You know, you, you have doubt, but somebody else knows what your value is. Somebody knows what you can um, uh, contribute to everyone and you have some, a gift and not to forget it and to share it. And that moment, this, I always think about that and it just keeps me motivated, keeps me going. Oh, let's soak that in. Who has the chills right now, right? Sometimes we have the great, great honor and I can like, and you are some of these people for me. I, I see these people in these moments that I borrowed their belief. I borrowed their belief to help me step off, to step through it, to, to take the first step. And you know, I joked, I think it was when we were recording already, uh, that, yeah, that Taylor, um, you know, said that a couple of years before I ended up starting a podcast, but to Brian's point, I needed that, that journey. And I was, I was getting strong for the, the stepping out. Right. And so I have to just believe that there's a reason 
that that was exactly where it needs to be. And Jared, you can know, and I love that you go back and you read that. And I love that you like describe the texture. You can tell you're a great writer of, I could just like feel the texture of that, that your wife got you for Christmas. And like, you see it in your mind's eye. And anytime you need to tap in to the belief that she has in you, because you're doubting for a second, go ahead and use it. Go ahead and borrow that, her belief. And know that, yes, like I want us all when we, well, we could do right now, depending on what kind of gallery view, but look, look in your eyes right now, look in your eyes and, oh, hey girl, (laughs) look in your eyes and we can do this as a practice. And this is kind of like a melding of different things I've heard, um, is looking in your eyes and say, you said something there, Jared, like what, um, I'll have to go back and listen because it was like, yes, like say that to yourself, like say, I believe in you, here we go. Or whatever it is, like whatever that line is for you, look in your eyes, what do you need? Here we go. And the, the perspective of like, we are able to borrow that belief for a second, but we, at some point we have to look in the mirror and say like, yep. I'm showing up for that belief today. Who is and the person moments, I need to be? If we, if in those moments, if we remember those, they lead to other moments. And mm-hmm. so the fact that she told me that, um, I started going from just trying to sell my book to going to elementary schools and reading my book to classrooms. And from the, the first time that I read to the first class of first graders, the look on their faces as they're sitting down and I'm reading to them, the, their attention, their enjoyment, that one moment that she gave me led to multiple moments that I can look back and think of because of that, looking at those kids, looking at the results of what my stories have done, the, the feedback that I've got from parents, from kids, that one moment she gave me led to other moments. So you look at that moment and you can look at the moments that kind of like the affirmation from that. And it's, it's been incredible. Oh, that's awesome. Give it up for Jared. Keep showing up, borrow the belief, and then think about those kids that sparkle in the kid's eye. And honestly, as an adult reading that book to my kids, I think it was super impactful. So thank you for that. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Taylor, you're up girl. I just knew you were going to call me next. I felt it. (laughs) So I remember it to the day. Um, October 29th, 2020 was when I took the the big shift um, from working with a big media corporation, which was what I thought in college, that was what I wanted to do, that I was going to be in broadcast. I was going to be on the radio. This is everything that I wanted and I wasn't, I didn't feel fulfilled and I couldn't figure out why I, and I was just kept spinning my wheels with what, what is wrong? Like, this is everything that I wanted and I'm still not where I want to be or fulfilled. Um, so that was the day that I took the plunge to go from my safe corporate job to going full-time real estate, which is what I am doing right now. And it was one of the most empowering days of my life. Um, It was honestly one of those where you have like angel on one side, devil on the other, where one part of me is like, you got this girl like this, you like, this is going to be awesome. The other one's like, you dumb, like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is going on? Um, And I look back on that version of myself and that day. And I just want to squeeze that girl and just thank her for believing um, in herself and taking the plunge and doing and taking that step because it has impacted my life in a million different ways, has showed me that I can do big things. And when I look back, it just, I got through so many obstacles this year because of that strength that I, um, that I showed myself that I could do that day. I didn't want to let that version of me down. I didn't want to let, you know, a year from now, me 
down. I wanted to show myself I can do this. I will do this. And I'm so, so thankful for, for doing that. Um, and just have met amazing people along the way. So it's, it's just one of those things where it's so crazy how one thing leads to another and one person just changes your whole trajectory of life and where you see yourself in a blink of an eye. Um, and just really leaning into, um, those feelings and opportunities when they present themselves, because just because you thought that you had one thing, like this is, this is it, this is the path. Sometimes there's a, a different plan and a different story that you're meant to um, pursue. So that was my big, big moment where um, I just, I'm so glad that I leaned into it. And, and look at us now. <laughs> Woo! Look at us now. Get big. She said, get big. And there's something about like getting big with your body. Ah, oh, come on, Jared. Oh, yeah. Okay. On that one. <laughs> there's something, <laughs> there's something about getting big with your body that can help you to like get in the practice of that too. I'm such a body person from what I do. It's like, if we can get our mind and our body and spirit to work together, it's just incredible. Like, you know, you can skip 18 steps when that happens. And that's magic, man. We can't depend on that all the time, but when it happens, let's notice it. And it's magic. Jennifer, you're up. So like everybody, there's a ton of them, right? like a ton of memories. But you said, Kirsten, go with the one that your heart resonates with. Mm-hmm. So this is the one that my heart connected to. It was 20, August of 2018 and a lifelong friend was getting married in California. She was, we knew each other from state college. She moved to California, was getting married. When she was here in state college and she'd gone through a divorce and I remember she would just cry all the time. Now, fast forward. um, And in my episode, I mentioned that my husband died. We were together and she was crying. We were talking about my husband and missing him and she was crying. And I said, I am so sad. But she was crying. And I had this revelation moment. So Kirsten, you talk about me in words. I had this revelation moment where she feels her feelings and I talk about my feelings. Mm -hmm. So if she's sad, she emotes and feels her sadness. If I'm sad, if I'm angry, I go, I'm so mad. But I don't feel my anger. And so it was just this clarity of you, you can use words, but Like I almost use my words too well, as opposed to feeling the feelings. And so literally three years later, I am still catching myself. I'll say to myself, stop saying that you feel something and feel the feeling. Okay. Right. So acknowledge what your body is feeling because talking about it for years, I believed that saying it was Uh feeling it. There's something very different in saying you're angry, but feeling your anger, in saying you're sad and actually crying, in saying you're happy and actually smiling and laughing. Yeah. Because your body, it's what you just talked about. Your body feels all of that, right? And so when you smile, your body feels it. When you cry, your body releases something. When you release your anger, your body's like, thank God, get this out of me. (laughs) Check it out. Get it out. But but for me, it was again like we talk about, you know, using words so much that sometimes it's better. Well, not even sometimes, all the time, it's better to feel the feel. It's fine to say and know and be able to acknowledge. That's fine. Yeah. But for myself, it was stop talking about it. And as the young people say, don't talk about it. Be about it. Be about it. And so feel the feel. Yeah. And that like happened, you kind of felt that all at once in that moment with her. It, it was in a moment. <laughs> I, I literally said to her that she was my spirit animal <laughs> because she was doing the things that I was only talking about. Right. And I saw it, like I saw her and I saw what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I think you can be amazing with your words and still use that tool and 
add that tool a little bit more. So, um, I realize it's totally different, but along the same lines, like I overuse the tool of hard work in my life, which is an amazing tool. Like, I'm like, I know I got that tool. I can get it out. I can start doing the hard work, but I think along the same a lot or lines, as you're saying, like, I need to remember, I got some other tools too. And, and that yes. moment was like transformational for you to say like, right. no, 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 I can use these other tools too. So yeah. good and job. There's value, there's value in, you know, when you're raising kids, you know, there's value in helping them acknowledge their feelings, not always just react to their feelings, right? Like there's value in it. But as an adult, for me, it went a step too far. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah, that's right. That's so interesting. Oh, I have so many thoughts about how our body like compensates and things like that mm-hmm. for another day, for another day. All right. Let's see. Brian Allen, you're up. What's up? Uh, okay. So since I am the kind of clown who uh, has had the gift of living in the moment, I wasn't even going to try to tackle the my favorite you're at, like asking me to pick my favorite child and as um jennifer alluded to i i, I just could, wasn't gonna do that so because of the episode that i had and it happened most recently uh i will go with uh last month um those of you in state college probably know the name pat Dogerty. he owned the tavern and uh he passed away and he was like my older brother um, and obviously it hit me hard and had I not, um, made that life decision to be in Florida, I, it probably would have been, um, a much worse, um, a, a negative, a much more negative experience for me grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically, you know, if I was in state college, Uh, I probably would have gone the way of the Irish wake and leaned into, you know, some, a bottle of something as I'm sure a lot of people were doing there. Um, But I was in Florida and I live a block from um, Tampa Bay and it's in between me and the park. Actually it it runs along the bay. It's called Vinoy park. And um, I would, for like a week, I would just walk over to the park and um, sit on a bench that looks out into the bay and just watch the day go by and think about Pat and all the fun times we had. He was my biggest fan. Uh, obviously, I was going to miss him, but it totally made me um, that stillness uh, was my grieving and um taking in the moment or moments, because I I did it pretty much every day for a week. Sometimes I would sit there for an hour and sometimes I sat there for three hours watching people cycling, um, getting healthy, uh, kids running around because kids are the great elixir of any kind of pain to feel. So in those moments, I, I just kept saying to myself, thank goodness I made that plan five years ago to get my ass in Florida, not knowing how mentally healthy it was going to be, just totally underestimating what sunshine does to your disposition. And I'm a positive guy by nature, but it kind of has taken me to a whole nother level. But I'm not in um, the circus of being the unofficial mayor of State College. Like I, I'm like totally living in the stillness of living in the moment, uh, not having to be the center of attention. Uh, but that last month was, was uh, one of those things where I said, I, I am so happy I made that decision because the grieving process was so much easier when you can look out into a beautiful bay and see people exercising and kids running and laughing and thinking about, man, I was so lucky to have Pat in my life for the years that I had him. And, um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was chicken, chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I want, 
you know, the grieving process was so much better and continues to be because not just because that one decision, but that the continued choice to sit there on the bench, like what an amazing point that we can take these moments and we can even think in our day as we go to sleep at night, we can take pictures of the moments or those little video clips of the moments that we are choosing to notice. And I love that, that you went and you sat and you were with, you know, you were with people or around people, but yet still in your like spirit and you, you continue to make that choice. So good job. Like you still could have done what you started the story with, even though you're in a different location. There's plenty of bars down here. Exactly. Last time I heard there was drinking aloud in Florida. So thank that is amazing. Like, thanks for being vulnerable. And then also thanks for like, it's a good picture of it's, it can be a practice. It can be a choice and you can continue to make that choice. And when you mess up, you have a, you have a choice whenever the next time, here we go. New choice. (laughs) New choice. Beth, here we go. Let's close us out with your moment that you will remember. Uh, I have a really fun moment that um, touched my heart and has continued to kind of grow for me um, and help me grow in the last few years. So a few years ago, I was lucky enough to find myself in Apollina, Romania. And um, I was on a missions trip and we were um, there to help with couples, uh, strengthen couples and marriages. Uh, There were moments, though, that we got to go into house visits um, into this gypsy community. And that's who we were serving. Um, like globally, but moments we got to go into these homes to really hear one-on-one individual stories. And so um, we went into this hut and um, uh, it was, there were about six of us Americans going in there with smiles and cheerful hearts and going in to hear this story. And there was this teeny little lady um, who um, was living in this hut. And if you could imagine maybe a six by six space, a barrel in the corner with heat or for heat and cooking, one thin light bulb string hanging down with a light bulb, very dim, one rug on the floor that almost melted into the dirt. It was kind of just part of the floor. And that was about it. Maybe a couple seating areas, but really, really teeny walls where you could see light through. I mean, a really teeny gypsy um, hut in this community of gypsies. And um, this was a forgotten culture. Nobody cared about these people. It was, um, you know, they were the lowest of the low. So they had to do things to survive, lie, cheat, steal, adultery. Um, My husband is away trying to make money, but I need heat. So I'm going to sleep with the person next door so I can do that. Teen pregnancies, deaths, you imagine everything going on around. So we're in there hearing this one single woman's story. And we're all standing, kind of listening, looking down at her. She had a babushka on and a little piece of white hair coming out. And she was telling her story through a translator. And I felt yucky. I was like, I don't want to be here. I want to be on the ground. I want to be hearing her story. So I got underneath her and her back was so crunched over as she was sitting. I had to get up under. So I got on the floor and I held her hands and I looked up into her icy blue eyes and I heard her story through my um, the translator. And I just kept looking at her and looking at her. And she talked about all the hardship that she experiences and the people in their community experience. And then she said, but I have hope and I have strength, and I have light, and I am here to be able to share that and spread that. And in that moment, I was her, and she was me. Mm. And in that moment, I knew I had a job to do. And um, we were two canaries in a coal mine. That's it. We were there to notice when there's toxins in the air. You know, canaries were built to be sensitive and strong because they'd fly into the cave to let a miner know if there were poisons in the air. If they did not come out singing, you knew the miners couldn't go in. But if they were in there and they, um, you know, could they could still hear the canaries sing, everything was okay. And here we were, two canaries in a coal mine. And I uh, told that story years later, actually two years ago, um, at the State Theater, which is a little theater in State College, at an event called State of the Story. And it was about relaunching. And it was through that story and writing that story about that event a long time ago 
that I decided I'm done doing all this other stuff. I got shit to do. I got to help people find their own toxins and uh, clear that crap out of their coal mines and so that they can sing and move forward. And so um, quit my job, launched my business. It's called The Grounded Canary, um, but that's what the story is about. And uh, Kirsten, you said at night when you go to bed, you can think about a moment. I'm there. I'm there with Irene. I'm on that ground. I'm looking into her eyes and I committed to her in that moment. That's what I'm here to do. And believe me, when I did my training over the last few years, I had to go into my own heart and I had to do it, live it to give it. I can't practice these tools or do these things without it. And it's hard work and it sucks. And oh, you, you find you unearth things, right? Yeah. But when you start to unearth, all of a sudden things become clear. You see and you come out singing. It's time to open up that cage door. Let's rock and roll, right? So that's what I want to do for other people. And so it's been a joy and a journey, you know, the journey so far an honor to come alongside others, but I continue to um, just look for ways to help people fly. And uh, I'm thrilled to be a part of that. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's amazing. I love it. And I just want to acknowledge and let's finish how we started this. And I want you to celebrate each other. Let's think about bringing our hands up, celebrating, high tenning each other, high ten, high ten, high ten. Come on. There we go. There we go. So, I mean, your, you guys, your voice matters. And I'm so thankful you're brave enough to share your voice. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, we are talking to you. Your voice matters, right? voice matters period end of the story you can be like a chatterbox like me and still have I've had doctors and therapists say hey Kirsten you need to learn to use your voice and I was like oh no 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 you I guess you don't know me well enough I use my voice (laughs) but it's a little deeper than that right we need to stand up and use our voice when that nudge on our heart happens. Okay. So I have a challenge for all of us as we, I was going to do this challenge after we finished the podcast, but I'm just going to go ahead and open it up. My challenge is I want you to give love, like give your voice of encouragement because you all have that gift. I know you have that gift to give a voice of encouragement to two people in your life. It could be celebrating and giving props to one of the people on this call. Just the first two people you think of, jot their name down and just take that first step of action, that little action, tiny little action. You never know. If Taylor wouldn't have spoke up, maybe we might not be here together. And I'm so thankful we're we're here together right now. Magic happens when we drop in and we continue to make that choice. We continue to sit on that bench or we continue to dance it out because the energy we are choosing, you know, many, many, many times there's a choice to step into it and to practice it. Okay. Two people put both hands in the air. If you're committed to this challenge, (laughs) oh, I love you guys. Unmute yourselves. And give us some cheering. Ready? Celebrate these people. Celebrate. Yes. Make changes you love to live with. I love it. Great job, you guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you did it. This has been another episode of the Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I think you know already that I love, love, love helping people just like you become stronger, brighter, bolder versions of yourself. I see something in you that maybe you don't even see yet. Okay. So I just want you to like soak that in and receive it and be like, yes, yes, she's talking to me. I can't wait to warm up with you with a little fitness inspired warm up on Friday to get your blood pumping and do a victory lap on your week. Let's finish with this amazing song by Kaylee Joy. And the intro song is her amazing work as well. So, woo woo!
let's do this thing. I love the sentiment of this song, and I hope you enjoy it too. Again, thank you for being here. You listening, you sharing your story, being a part of this community, sharing episodes with friends, sharing this podcast with friends. It just makes a world of difference and allows this to happen. So get it, get it. Have a great day and enjoy the song.